0: Tonight's episode of the Bill Simmons podcast on the Ringer podcast network brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Finding key players for your team can be challenging unless you're the Tennessee Titans. Then you just need Derrick Henry. It doesn't matter who else is on your team. Cafe El Torres CEO Dylan Miskowitz, He could relate to how hard it is to find somebody. He needed to hire a director of coffee, posted his job on ZipRecruiter, found the best job for the best person. In just a few days, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter to get a quality candidate through the site. Within the first day, you can try it for free if you're a listener. ZipRecruiter.com slash ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, now that the new year is here, it's time to deal with all the stuff you never use. Sell it on Mercari. Mercari is a selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. Just take a few pics, add a description, and boom. Your item is listed. Ring in the new year with less stuff in your home and more money in your pocket with Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Mercari, the selling app. Let's talk about the ringer.com where you can read. By the time you're listening to this, the Oscar nominations have probably come out unless you're a night owl listening to this on a Sunday night, but we will be all over the Oscar nominations. The big picture, will have a podcast probably within a couple of hours. We'll be writing about them, all that stuff. Can't wait to see who gets nominated? One of the few award shows that I actually really care about. And uh, and they usually do a pretty good job for who should be nominated. So we'll see what happens there. Two podcasts for me coming up. The Rewatchables with Quentin Tarantino. We did King of New York. That's going to be Wednesday night. Me, Sean Fantasy, and Tarantino. This is one of like the nine or 10 best pods I've ever been a part of. Tarantino, it's like going to film school. And we actually broke some news a couple times in this pod but if you love movies if you love Tarantino I implore you to listen to this one and then Book of Basketball going up late Monday night it's a pyramid podcast did I say who it was with Kyle you did Reggie Miller me and Shay Serrano breaking down Reggie Miller's career so that's gonna be Monday night I think I'm only doing two BS podcasts this week so keep that in mind as well Cousin Sal coming up in one second first our friends from Pearl Jam <laughs> All right, Cousin Sal is here. It's Sunday night. Just made it through uh, a topsy-turvy round two. And, uh, oh, hold on a second. Oh, come on in. Joe, Joe is going (laughs) to, Joe wants to introduce you, Sal. Hold on. Joe Sal, uh, on behalf of everyone on the Bad Gamblers Hall of Fame, (laughs) we want to tell you, You've been inducted into our
1: 2020 class. Congratulations. Joe, I know I know you say you gained weight over the holidays, but is that really you with the big blue jacket? Thank you. Thank you for inducting me. That's great. Sal, this honor. is
0: incredible. Congrats, man. I'm so happy for you. This is great. Didn't on, know this should, was going to happen. I should tear up. I got to tear up. You guys start gotta crying. My thing here. Yep. God, what a day. I'm so glad we could share this together. Oh, man. Me and Coach Cower. I can't believe it. Uh did it. so they induct Coach Cower into the uh into the Hall of Fame, which we just were roasting Damashek, our friend who's a Steelers mm-hmm. fan. Um, me, you and Hench just killing him for twenty four straight hours about all the coaches who should be it over Coach Cower. And then twenty four hours later, Jimmy Johnson. He gets There you it. go. So yeah. That's the way to do it. Tough one for Dick Vermeil, though. He's got to be like, what the what the hell? What else did I have to do?
1: Yeah, for a guy who just spent most of his career crying in locker rooms, (laughs) this—I mean—I think they're afraid of what would happen if they inducted him. He would probably never ever stop weeping, right? He would see the guy, and he would just
0: immediately have been sobbing for three straight (laughs) days. Yeah, but he won. Not only did he win a Super Bowl, he inspired a a pretty mediocre Disney football movie with Bob. Oh, that's true. Yeah, played by Greg Kinnear. So, um. This was a bittersweet round two for me. The Patriots weren't playing. Yeah, I noticed that too. It was really weird. I gotta say, it was <clears throat> the first round two in like a decade where mm-hmm. no Pats, and I just got to uh, enjoy football and enjoy gambling. Oh wait, I didn't enjoy gambling at all. I got I got murdered. I didn't. Even I somehow went
1: four and zero against the spread and lost just a, a bundle of money. I think you did the same uh, last week, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah well. So. Let's let's do AFC first and then we'll take a break and we'll do NFC. All right. Which game do you want to do? The Sunday game or the Saturday game?
1: Well, uh Sunday I game's guess a little more fresh. It's in fresh in our minds. Let's do Chiefs, um, let's do Chiefs Texans. So everything goes wrong for the Chiefs right away.
0: It mm-hmm. feels like the ultimate Andy Reid game. We've been here many times. Anyone who had the Chiefs in a tease, anyone who had Super Bowl money on them. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those moments where you're like, "Oh yeah, Andy Reid, what the hell did I just do?" And then twenty-one, nothing. Seems like the Texans are going in for their fourth touchdown and fourth in inches. And you and I disagreed on this. We were you hated about this it. move. I did because I just felt like they were doing whatever they wanted. They end up, they call, first he calls the timeout. Bill O'Brien seems to think timeouts are like toothpicks at the maitre d' station at a restaurant. He's just mm-hmm. grabbing them, <laughs> just going through them. Ah, I'll use another one. What the hell? That's good. I like that. Thank you. Um, So he calls a timeout to then set up the field goal when the alternative was you really try to go for the hammer. You go up four touchdowns. Worst case scenario, they're trapped on their own five yard line. they have to go 95 yards, to score seven. They settle for the field goal, kickoff, huge return. All of a sudden it's 21-7 and within five seconds, it's a tie game and nobody knows what the hell is going on or almost, no, the Chiefs took the lead. What was it?
1: 28, 24, 21 Texans up. And then the Chiefs eventually took that half. Goal. They took, they had the lead, but here's what I'll say. All right. Bill O'Brien, probably a bunch of mistakes, but I don't necessarily think that was one of them not going for it on fourth and one. First of all you say they're up four touchdowns they're up four scores with the field goal it's 24 nothing all right yeah last week in fourth and one not a great play call Deshaun Watson gets True. stuffed um gets stuffed but they don't put him in space it's just a quarterback keeper so you're, you're suggest like what's the play you want there because Carlos Hyde is they're not going to be afraid of Carlos Hyde it's not going to be play action. You're going to you're going to be happy if it bounces off of Fells' hands or something. So what what's the play call? I thought Seattle in the in the second game today ran the
0: absolute perfect fourth and one. They exactly what I want with an athletic quarterback play action. They have to obey the the HB dive. Mm-hmm. Quarterback rolling out, he has the ability to scramble or throw. And I think it's unstoppable if you have an athletic quarterback. It, that's the play if I'm the other team I don't ever no. want them to run.
1: I don't know. I don't I know that. that you have to respect the the tailback dive there. With Carlos, with Carlos side. Side. You All, eyes, all Carlos. eyes are on Watson. But, and I'll, again, O'Brien makes an atrocious call later on, so it doesn't really matter. But at some point, you got to blame the team. 24-0. True. And they weren't even close to stopping them after that. Like you said, Hardman's return. Um, for gambling purposes, plus three twenty-five. The Chiefs were plus three twenty-five. You checked in with me. You said, "When are we going to live bet the Chiefs?" I said, "Well, I have two. I have the equivalent of two cars on the Chiefs right now. Uh, not, uh, you know, Honda cords. Nothing, not nothing important. But uh, still, I, I couldn't bet them. And then plus three twenty-five. But to win the half, to win the half at twenty-four, nothing. They were seventy to one odds, and they did it. They won oh the half God. and just launch themselves from there it's so a joke i texted you after o'brien settled for the
0: field goal when it was 24 yeah. nothing i was in the living room by myself with my dog willie and i mm-hmm. looked at willie i looked him right in the eye and i said <laughs> the chiefs are winning this game right and i texted you and i thought the odds were gonna be like 10 to 1 it was 24 nothing they hadn't even i didn't think they had like two first downs and you were like yeah it's plus 325 <laughs> So even Vegas was going, yeah, we we're know we not really buying this yet. My my issue with O'Brien, who I, I think is just perennially bad in all situations, um, you can't be aggressive one time or not aggressive one time and then super aggressive the next I'm time. I'm with you there. It's a mindset. It's And yep. I think what we saw yesterday with the Titans, the Titans never would have not gone for it on fourth one. Now, granted, they have Derrick Henry, but mm-hmm. their mindset was we're going into Baltimore, and we're throwing haymakers and we're emptying the kitchen sink and we have to actually take the game from these guys. Mm-hmm. And Houston's like, ah, eh, let's settle for a field goal. I don't ever want to settle when I'm a huge underdog on the road. I think he believed in his defense.
1: They were stopping Why? Mahomes, you know, so you should be. You could believe in your defense, I think, up 24 nothing. I don't think that's anything horrible. Were they it. stopping Mahomes or were the Chiefs just dropping passes?
0: Because well, it felt like the latter.
1: And and I saw that, and that drove me crazy with the Ravens, too. Like, these bye teams, it really seems like, I I don't understand. Like It's one thing, I know you didn't play the week before, but is everyone vacationing in a different spot? They're still practicing, right? The wide receivers didn't go to Belize, and the quarterbacks didn't go to uh, Puerto Rico, right? I I don't understand why they're that out of sync, both games. It's a tough one because
0: you would have thought the the Niners... Had two, had one week off, but they had a really big week 17 game and they were pretty crisp that whole right. Vikings game. Mm-hmm. The Ravens looked like they hadn't played in a month and a half. Right. And uh, and the Chiefs just kind of slow start. I mean, the the long touchdown to Stills that made it seven nothing was just a great play. And yep. it was clearly their huge play that they figured out, oh, this play's going to work this week. And they are all excited to run it. Then a stupid turnover, all of a sudden it's 14 nothing. But um, I don't know. I, it, I I really thought the Chiefs were going to come back, and you did, yeah. The, I think the difference, and I know Lamar versus Mahomes is going to be the 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 hot take conversation all week, right? Right. There was one major difference between the two of them, and I think it's lack of experience with uh with Lamar. But when things went wrong for the Ravens yesterday, Lamar looked. Lamar just had the frazzled look on his face and he wasn't leading at all. He wasn't talking. There was never a shot of him talking to his teammates, encouraging people, seeming like he was super confident. He kind of had a look on his face like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Mahomes, the whole time, was just seemed like he was in a sports movie trying to rally everybody and just seemed super confident. I never felt like the Chiefs lost their confidence. Yesterday, it seemed like the entire Ravens team Almost immediately, lost their confidence. It was kind of shocking to watch.
1: Well, I don't know if it's, is it they lose their confidence, they gain confidence, or did they just look at last week, last year's loss against the Patriots and say, "Oh no, we're not suffering two terrible Maybe. losses at home." Just different. I think Mahomes, first of all, they're so much faster than everybody. Yeah. They re- really are. And as the game wears on, eventually it catches up to you. And speaking of catches, Kelsey, when he wants to catch the ball, is is the best. There's yeah. no one better he's got no space like create space he doesn't have to Mahomes knows where to throw him the ball they're just dynamite together and i don't expect the afc championship to be like either of the games right like i don't think i don't think tennessee could stifle the chiefs for more than a quarter but i also don't think the chiefs were going to run it up like this it's i you know when you wanted to bet the chiefs live did you think the texans were done scoring because they they went on a 51 to 7 run the chiefs true i I didn't think the Texans were done scoring.
0: I almost, I almost texted you about trying to talk through a, a Chiefs tease with the over bet, and I was just like, "It's not my weekend. Ugh. I'm a, I'm on I'm on a downward spiral the last couple of weeks. I'm just staying away." But I really did think this game. Once I found out Chris Jones wasn't playing,
1: mm.
0: it really did seem like the over was way too low. What did it end up with? It was it was in the fifties, right?
1: The over under was uh what was it? I'm not sure uh 51 yeah 10 and 51 yeah the Chris they got it alone they got they they met the 51 alone
0: I have a couple of Chiefs fans in my life and they had a complete meltdown when the
1: Chris Jones thing came out because they were like that's and our what guy. happened he was playing bat he got
0: hurt playing basketball in the locker room I didn't understand it I I had no idea he it was even in consideration that he might get hurt right it was such a goddamn entertaining game though I mean the first half seemed like it took two hours we had the perfect announcers. Romo was in rare form. Mm-hmm. He he was, he was calling stuff out. He really had a grip of the momentum changes and what the offenses were doing. And as soon as the chiefs kind of unlocked it, he, you could just tell by the way, Romo was announcing it, that he just
1: felt like they were going to score every time. Romo. Also, he was on your side about going for it on fourth and one, but I was starting to feel bad for him. I was like, he should bail from not only this game, but next week's game. I mean, honestly, Texans Titans run that on, uh, I run that on Against All Odds podcast. The, the ratings will go down, but, but but I don't know where you put that game. That would you was know, hideous. W-
0: there was like a twelve minute stretch on Twitter when th- it became Night at the Apollo about that Titans Texas thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kevin Clark was saying that they should flex it, yeah, <laughs> or send it to London. Yeah, um, but. I'm on I'm on the other side. I think the Titans are gloriously entertaining. And I will I will for the rest of my life never forgive myself for talking myself out of them in round two after I had been in the front seat of the bandwagon for two months. And we can talk about that in a second. The yeah. the the leaving the Chiefs game, we've seen the round two blowout many times. Mm-hmm. We've seen the offense look awesome. And it's always a question of, is that offense actually really awesome or was their opponent really lousy? And I think it's a, actually,
1: in this case, a combo of both. I, I, it might be a combo of both, but doesn't it pass the eye test that they're just so much faster, Like whether it's Cole Hartman yeah. or any any of these guys in the secondary. Watkins always has a play or two in there. Tyreek Hill, even though he had the, the bad fumble, manages to get open. Like it, it, It's really weird how they... They manage to just—I I don't know—I think it's demoralizing after a while. The Texans, are like, I can't—I can't keep up with these guys. JJ yeah. Watt, like, forget—I think he blocked the pass and late in the third quarter. But other than that, like, ineffective.
0: Damian Williams seems like he's—I mean, he's pretty up and down, but he's on an up curve right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the the big takeaway from the weekend—we had a lot of Lamar stuff. I mean, just from from a from an AFC standpoint. We had a lot of Lamar stuff. It was a Lamar celebration coronation for months. Mm-hmm. And now Mahomes has kind of taken it back. And Lam- yeah, yeah. Lamar is like, I was te- texting somebody a couple hours ago about whether Lamar would go to the Pro Bowl because he made the Pro Bowl. right? It's like, well, maybe he should, but it's, it's just amazing that Mahomes now is headed for this, whoever they're going to play, it's either going to be Rodgers or the Niners in the Super Bowl if they can make it. And Lamar is going to be in a hotel room in Hawaii, potentially.
1: It is fascinating, It flipped, but your Patriots screwed everything up. I want to point that out. Another, another hall of famer, um, Tom Brady screwed that up. And I do feel bad for Lamar. And if you would put up, I mean, just, you don't do it this way, but if you put Lamar's numbers in yesterday's game up against Tannehill's and you found out after the game, all right, these are the stats who you want to bet, I'm like. How much would we put on the Ravens? And it wasn't even like there was a lot of garbage time, big big chunk of yards there. It's uh, that I'll just not understand that Titans game. Like they're way better than I'm ever giving them credit for. Their fourth down yard defense was. Well, I don't know if we want to talk about. It. Are we ready? We're ready to talk about it. Just it was it was too much to take.
0: The last piece on the Chiefs, and then we'll go to the go Ravens. Ahead. If you had to pick anybody in the league to start a team with. You'd probably still pick Mahomes, right? Yeah, I think so. If you had to pick one person to start a 2019 playoff team with right now, it would
1: probably be Mahomes, right? Well, you're instead of Derrick Henry? I mean, because he's still the scariest right now. Yeah. So that was my question. <laughs> the way this
0: playoffs has played out, amazingly, Derek Henry might be the first pick now. Yeah. There's a helplessness with him that I haven't felt in 40 years since Earl Campbell, where you're just like, oh my God, Reed, this guy's hes like a man boys. It's mm-hmm. untackleable. And you think about him in this Chiefs game next week. And if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm terrified because the Ravens, there was some good stuff on uh, on Twitter and some good pieces last night and this morning about the Ravens were playing eight men in the box. Mm-hmm. They, they were doing basically when you play Madden. And you do the engage eight, both teams were doing that where you're just like, look, you're not running it. You're gonna have to throw it. I'm not letting you run. And the th- and Henry was still running it. Yeah. So I don't, if I'm the Chiefs and Chris Jones isn't playing next week mm-hmm. and it's just a classic scenario of the Titans, you know, they're just gonna try to keep the Chiefs off the field. You know, Henry's gonna have 35, 36 yards runs again. I just can't believe it because I did this on the pod with Mina and Mallory on Thursday. I'd done all this research with Henry, and there was literally no parallel in the history of football to him having those three games in a row. And I was like, well, there's no way he's
1: going to do that a third time. And, and did then, it. so what, why would he do it a fourth time? That's, so now he's going to have like 120 carries in a month, right? He's like, already, I think, at, he's over 100 for the month. Yeah, that's what I mean. All right. Yeah. So, I'll have so I mean, he'd be no, he could be
0: at like 135, 140 yeah. in four uh, weeks. Man. It's bonkers. Let's, uh, it's
1: bonkers. And you got Tannehill, who, didn't eclipse 200 yards in two games that he won. And that's only been done the last three times that happened. The, the, the quarterback won the Super Bowl. Terry Bradshaw was one of them. It was in the 70s. It I, did seem like 70s stats all over again. I had a couple devastating bets. I had the Ravens, Chiefs tees, seven-point mm-hmm.
0: tees. I had Mahomes and Lamar will throw at least two touchdowns. Lamar only threw one. Uh He had 14 different chances to throw the second touchdown. They were inside. I think they were inside the Titans 40 nine times. Do you see that stat? Yeah. And somehow he only got the one TD. So that sucked. And then the other one I had was Jimmy G interception with Tannehill interception. Titans go up big early. Tannehill, they take the car keys away from him. They're like, we're good, dude just sitting past yeah, the, the ball
1: 13 14 times a game you you kind of have to get lucky to collect on that interception thing yeah and and the ravens that that's what i mean like their drives i want to give the defense credit even though even though they ended up with big numbers the ravens but they had three drives in a row between the late second quarter and early third quarter that lasted 10 or more plays they just couldn't punch it home really it was really really frustrating to watch i'm trying to find somebody
0: had a really good tweet I think Will Brinson had a really good tweet about all the times where the drives ended for the Ravens in mm. that Titans game, and they were on the Titans side of the field nine times, and somehow had it. What did they end up with? Twelve points. Yeah, I agree with you. That is one of those games that the the will the different civilizations will be studying thousands of years from now, being like, "Hey, what's up with this box score? Right, this one looked weird."
1: Why did that guy have over 300 yards passing and over 100 yards rushing, and they only scored 12 points? But if you watch the games, and Lamar Jackson had his moments too, not great, not good, even. But uh, wide receivers way out of sync. Yeah, Snee dropping passes, penalties on punts that went into the end zone. When do you see that? Like the receiving team gets a penalty on punts getting into the end zone. Um, it was just like some big plays. But te- you know, on the left cheek down. We learned for the first time. This year that the left cheek down in the first in the first quarter, like that's that counts as a touchdown. It, it was uh, everything that went against them could in that game. Big drops,
0: really dumb penalties at the worst possible times. They were always like starting fifteen yards further back than they should have and stuff like that. And yep. it had all the makings. And we have seen this now. We are old enough that you kind of know in the first quarter. Even yep. even that Texans Chiefs game, which was absurd and insane. Everything happened so fast. You just looked at the clock and you're like, oh my God, there's so much time left. I feel like the Chiefs can come back. The Ravens, yeah. once once they fell way behind and once Henry clearly got going, um, it it just had that had that ominous feeling. The crowd checked out, the crowd, the sphincters all tightened. Lamar, I thought, looked a little overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. just the whole team, the receivers, you start looking at these receivers and you're like, all right, who's who's actually getting open making plays? You saw in Green Bay today, the biggest play of the game. You knew Devontae Adams was going to somehow get open. He got open. Mm-hmm. They don't really have anybody like that. And then the the coup de gras was the Ingram thing. If you bet on Baltimore, you put him in a tease, and you're like, man, my worst case scenario is they fall behind and then they cut to Mark Ingram with the brace on his calf or whatever. Right. And of course, that it was within 40 minutes, there he was with the thing on his calf. And that was it.
1: And then it's just and Tannehill, to his credit, even though you know he only threw fourteen times when they were up seven nothing, he threw that bullet to to Raymond, I think it was for like a forty five yard touchdown. That's it. That you said it doesn't matter who your doesn't really matter who your defense is doesn't really matter who your quarterback is. You're up fourteen nothing with Derrick Henry, you're going to win that game or it's going to be close. And that's that's if you don't even score anymore. And they did. Well, we were actually let's take a break and we'll keep going on
0: this. Hey, Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. Yeah, this is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350 percent faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass breaks, sensors guard inside. Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, carbon monoxide poisoning, all monitored 24 7 by live security professionals. You can set it up yourself with no tools needed, or they can do it for you and it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to slash BS today. Get a free Simply Safe security camera, normally $100. Go today and it's free. Who we'll help you capture crucial evidence for the police and get 350 percent faster dispatch That is simplysafe.com/BS Simplysafe with two eyes simplysafe.com/BS. We were only on this podcast a week ago, and I was telling you the Titans line was too high. Yeah, I believe in the Titans. <laughs> this is stupid. I can't believe the disrespect, all that stuff. And then the week I was on, I started doing my Derek Henry research. Mm-hmm. There's no parallel, really, other than John Riggins in 1982 in the history of football to somebody, even with the kind of workload slash production thing Henry had done for two games in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start looking at the advanced metrics for the Ravens this year, and they're like one of the six best teams of all time, according yeah. to the numbers. And I just talked myself out of it. I was like, "I'm," and and it was a classic yeah. overthink. But now I think about it. The Ravens are the Houston Rockets of of uh, football, right? Oh, wow. Hmm. Awesome regular season, incredible stats, unstoppable offense, quote, unquote. And then we get to the playoffs and it's like a, and it's, everything changes. The elements change. The weather's a little different. Um, teams can scout you. You have some time off. A couple things go, the threes aren't going in all of a sudden. They're like, oh, shit, everybody's sphincters tightened and it yeah. felt it felt like a rockets collapse to me it felt like one of those game 6 game 7 rockets games
1: okay but what are we going to read into this what, what let's just dismiss everybody who is saying Lamar Jackson's a fraud and we know where we're we're seeing we're saying it we're seeing it little by little like this is why you don't go heavy on a Lamar Jackson like could it be just one bag i know he doesn't light it up in the playoffs but you're not going to go out and draft the Tannehill type, right? The guy who can't break 200 yards in two games, right? So Lamar Jackson's still a nice little prize for uh, the whole regular season and for, you know, potentially three to five years or more. I think they need
0: the receiver. Ironically, a bunch of teams need this, including my beloved Patriots. The guy mm-hmm. who's going to get wide open on third and nine. Yeah. That's the piece that he was missing and – it didn't seem like his receivers were open that whole game, and he was forcing it into them too. But you know, like basically, it was Andrews. There was a little Hollywood Brown, but Hollywood Brown was dinged up this whole season. I think there's some. There's you have to be at least a little concerned about the durability, durability with him, right? But he just didn't really have the playmakers. That team, it was a lot like the Rockets. They were suited to do this one thing really well. The caveat was like, well, what happens if you guys fall behind by double digits? Mm. And the other team is just like, you're not running. We're we're not letting you do this. What else do you have? And, you know, then it comes down to all these random dudes making catches. We saw today in the Seahawks game, the Packers win. Everyone's going to remember that they came through. They got two first downs. That guy drops the first down pass from Wilson at midfield oh, yeah. with three minutes left. And that changed the game. Because that would have been another first down. They would have been over midfield. Now it's second and 10. Then I forget what happens, but all of a sudden they're punting.
1: It was that Turner, right? Yeah. Turner. Turner Guy was wide
0: open in the middle of the field. And the Ravens Mm -hmm. had a bunch of those yesterday too. So many drops
1: this weekend. That's what annoyed me
0: most, more than anything. Cold weather. So the Derrick Henry thing, at what point did you start to give up yesterday on our Ravens
1: Chiefs tease? At what point did you just completely panic? I think he had like a 25-yard run or something. I was like, ah, that's it. That's just it. They're not mm-hmm. even close. I don't even know if they want to stop him. They don't want to. The, the Earl Thomas, um, the stiff arm after Earl Thomas is talking yeah, yeah, trash yeah, yeah. the whole time. Maybe that was it right there.
0: I thought Tannehill was pretty good yesterday. I mean, he didn't really, wasn't involved that much. But anytime they asked him to do anything, he actually did it.
1: He yeah. Could, well, like I said, that pass to go up 14 nothing. that was a statement pass. That's like, all right, I can kind of take off for a little bit. Like how about the first,
0: the first touchdown? It mm-hmm. was an awesome catch by John Smith, but the throw Crazy. was also really good because I was watching it going, oh, they're definitely
1: – I thought they are going to throw it to A.J. Brown, but mm-hmm. it was definitely the corner or something. And yeah. uh, He's smart, man. He's smart down by the goal line. Chung was out, right, for the Patriots. He goes yeah. right to his tight end from Harvard. That's it. So if he has to make two plays, he makes them. And then he, he seems to be running so slowly, but he'll break free for a first down, tiptoe down, down the sidelines, you know. Well, let's let's break what we usually do a little bit. Let's do
0: guess the lines AFC
1: right now. Okay. I had three o three o five Eastern on Sunday. It's the first game. What did I say? Eight or eight and a half? You said eight. I said seven, and it is seven and a half. So we split that. Chiefs by seven and a half in Kansas City. Yep. Yeah. <sighs>
0: I can't decide if it's too high or too low. We both of us knew it was going to be around there, (laughs) but is that just if Chris
1: Jones isn't playing? Mm -hmm. What's on his extracurricular schedule? Like, is he playing highlight? I can't figure out. It'd be nice to find that out ahead of time. Do you feel like it's one of those games that the Titans either win or they lose by twenty-eight? Yeah, I kind of do because what's all right. So here's what we learned. Right, we learned that the Chiefs. No matter what kind of lead you have on them, they're not dead because of their speed, because of their quarterback. Mahomes had some good runs to himself. I think he had over 50 yards rushing. We learned that the Titans get up on you with Derrick Henry. You don't have a prayer. So, you know, it's it's alien versus predator, right? Something has to give. I think seven, seven and a half is, is right, though. I don't think you can make it lower than that. I don't think I'm ever going to do another tease.
0: <laughs> I've been thinking about just retiring completely. <laughs> The I feel like business. you've said
1: that 150,000.
0: This times. this is really it though. I'm like I'm like when Roy Jones Jr. kept coming back to the boxing ring, <laughs> and then eventually he finally stopped fighting. This really could be it. But God damn, they look tasty in the tease the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. What well, I mean, why wouldn't you want them to advance there to the Super Bowl? I mean, if if Andy Reid, and again, I wasn't even <laughs> blaming the coach. Like, oh, Andy Reid did it again. Like, well, guys are dropping passes. Um, they're not defending the pass. I don't know. It's fun to blame the coach, and Bill O'Brien made mistakes for sure, but uh, Andy Reid, now he's got to get the nod, right, for making the big comeback. So one thing about that
0: Titans game that made me feel better, the the, the upset against the Ravens, mm-hmm. did you see that stat? Teams to win a playoff game over an opponent with five-plus more regular season wins. They showed it at the end of the game yesterday. It's only oh, yeah. happened – Four times ever until last night, right? The 1934 NFL Championship, where the eight and five Giants beat the thirteen and no Bears. I remember mm-hmm. we laid the points with the Bears. That one hurt. Mm-hmm. Remember that? We teased the yeah. That was. we tease the Bears or we parlayed
1: them with the Blackhawks? The, the Bears bl- and the Blackhawks, we did that? In 1934, yeah. Oh, uh, that seems like something we would do. Yeah, I think I think we did in our
0: that. In, pre- in our previous <laughs> lives, Yeah, <laughs>
1: before we were reincarnated as the bad gamers down. We had the Canton Bulldogs. We won the money and we rolled it over. Yeah, you're right. The 1987 NFC
0: round two, Vikings Niners. Um, Vikings were eight and seven, Niners were 13 and two. I watched this game with the best man in my wedding, Jeff Gallo, huge Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. It was the Anthony Carter game. I think he had, what, 230 yards? Right. It was Wade Wilson and Anthony Carter. And it was a monumental upset because this was the Niners. This was Montana and Rice. And sure. they ended up winning Super Bowls in the next two years. And the Vikings, who, you know, you're not going to believe this, but had a tortured history even back in the 80s, pulling off that one. Then uh, the Giants-Pats, Super Bowl 42. That one hurts. I remember that. Six, six win difference. And then the 2011 NFC Divisional, 9-7 and seven Giants against the 15-1 Packers. So until yesterday, Eli had two of the four five-plus wins or more upset games.
1: <laughs> Maybe that helps his Hall of Fame case. I don't know. I think so. I think the fact that is big and the fact that he beat your team twice. He didn't beat Joe Flacco. So this is the case for us still continuing to make teases.
0: For, for the Titans to ruin our tease yesterday, two things had to happen that one of them has only happened four times in the history of the NFL. The other one, the Derrick Henry having the third straight game that he had of 32 plus mm-hmm. carries, 180 yards. That's never happened in the history of the NFL. Right. So two never happened, had to flip us and beat us. Not to mention the Ravens were like the fifth best team of all time by
1: DVOA. I stand by the teasers. I do. In this round, first round's different. This round, the favorites, the home teams, the buy teams, 16 and four in the last 20 games. Something like 13 and seven against the spread. But if you want to take them straight up, they were 16 and four and another three and one after this week. So what is that, 19 and five? That's pretty substantial. Ryan Fitzpatrick sliding doors.
0: Pats up four points, four minutes left at home. Yeah. If we win, we're a two seed. KC goes to a three seed. We get KC, Tennessee in round one instead of round three, where we're getting it now. Pat's going to buy. You assume Buffalo and Houston, same result.
1: I I love it. Talk through this. I love it. Keep it going.
0: Well, I don't know who wins Tennessee, KC round one. So Mm. we're getting round one, Tennessee versus KC. Yeah, you win the Super Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> I think there's a case where Tennessee wins. We get to play Houston. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, we're in the AFC title again against Derrick Henry. But yep. he's had his three straight games. And then all of a sudden, we're in the Super Bowl against Jimmy G. That's our alternate universe. Kyle, you all right? You want some water? <laughs> kyle is gone. Kyle and I both feel better about the Pats after this Tennessee-Baltimore game.
1: Yeah, I would. If I'm you, I want Tennessee to win. You can make a uh, win, win the whole thing. You can make a case that the Patriots are the second best team, right? Yeah, don't break it up. I almost tweeted right. a hateable thing. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't break
0: this up. We're still good, man. We lost to the future champs. Oh, Plus, my we have God. Vrabel, and Vrabel might cut his penis off. There's like John that Wayne Bobbitt has to go to the Super Bowl. You have to have John Wayne Bobbitt on against all odds.
1: Oh, I love Stay it. Alive? You're right. He's got to still be alive, right? You can't kill a guy like that. Yeah, definitely not. I think he's still around. But I, if you had told Belichick, "Hey, you have to either beat Ryan Fitzpatrick or uh, Tannehill to get to the uh, conference semifinals," I, I think he might have broken a smile. I think it might have actually forced him to to grimace. <laughs> you know what? Grimace—the <laughs> <laughs> opposite of grimace. Another crazy thing: Mariota is now three and one in the playoffs. Oh, I guess that counts. Yeah, I
0: mean, technically, <laughs> right? The dude's three and one. Now now we have this Chiefs Titans game again where there's going to be highlights of Mariota two years ago, as we like to call it, the Joe House Bowl, where Joe House bet the Chiefs' uh, money
1: line. Remember that? Out of nowhere, too. Classic. $50 bets all throughout uh, the year and then just throw, lays a bomb. Hey, uh, last year, Crown Royal launched the first off the field water break to encourage fans
0: of the game to moderate and hydrate to stay in the game, whether you're watching in the stadium watching home earn a bar, have a great time, enjoy some crown. Just don't be that person that ruins it for everyone. Make the right call and take a water break. So who made the right call this week or not? Um, I am going to go with Mike Frable for not necessarily shutting the door on his, he might cut his penis off if they win the Super Bowl thing. <laughs> he hasn't come out yet and officially said, look, I'm not actually doing this. And now it's become a storyline that has threatened to dwarf uh, any other storyline in the playoffs, we might have a, a severed penis
1: after a Super Bowl win. How psyched is Crown Royal right now? <laughs> <They> <laughs> <have> severed <laughs> penis talk. Well, that'll be good. Some coaches say, hey, I'll walk home from Philadelphia if we win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, then, and then they end up doing it or kind of doing some of it or whatever. This would be This would be dedication right there. What what if he said, you know what? A promise is a promise. That's
0: right. <laughs> no, Mike, no. Put the box cutter
1: down. <laughs> I now go by Michelle Vrabel. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> oh, man. We need Joe Tessitore to announce that one. Oh, if he decides. Good. oh my God. Mike Vrabel. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your great call of the week? Well, I, we touched on it a little bit, but I, my great call goes to the Hall of Fame and to Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. My Cowboys, mastermind behind my Cowboys, 1-15 to start in 1989. I was calling him every name in the book, but then I think he went 36-12 the next um, three years, two Super Bowls, and beat good teams. That's what you forget. Our friend Damoshek talks about Bradshaw and how the Steelers beat all the best teams in the 70s. Well, Buffalo Bills, the early 90s, was the best the AFC had to offer for a long time. You beat Steve Young's 49ers. You beat Brett Favre. Nice job by you, Jimmy Johnson. Then when he went to Dallas, uh, Miami, underrated career there, you know, instrumental in the draft gets like Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, Patrick Sertan and not first round picks. They made like 19 Pro Bowls combined. And of course he pulled off uh, the Herschel Walker trade. He should just get to the hall for that. Greatest deal of all time. Good call. Good job by you. Hall of Fame and Jimmy Johnson. I'm going to go even further. I was shocked that he wasn't in already.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Really feel like he was one of the most Probably the
1: defining coach of the 90s. I would He say. should have, instead of crying, said, Well, duh. And then just, uh, whatever, gone. Finally. Gone on with his business, right. Crown Royal reminds
0: everyone this football season to take a water break and moderate to stay in the game. Did you do any Googling of uh, the giant freak guy who gives people the Hall of Fame news?
1: I didn't know. What's his story? David Baker. Yeah.
0: He's six foot nine, 400 pounds. Right. And uh, apparently, he was at some point running the AFL and was one of the, one of the guys when uh, the AFL stopped.
1: The AFL? How old a man is he? The,
0: the Arena Football League, not the. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a nice wig or something. But I don't know why he's the guy. He's the go to guy for these.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you understand that? No, I know. Oh, like, I guess
0: because he's the CEO of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Maybe that's.
1: Well, why. don't they go to the hotel rooms usually? I feel like something goes on where they usually uh, hit in hotels. But I tweeted that this guy could be the greatest practical joker of all time. You know, like before T.O. had gotten in, he could go to his house and deliver pizza. And he shows up at the door in the bl- big blue jacket. And T.O.'s like flipping out. And then he just hands him a pizza and walks away. I'm, I got to get this guy on my side. We could do a lot of damage. I'm going to read from his Wikipedia for you. Mm hmm.
0: Um, he's the president and CEO of Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. In his first three years of leadership at the Hall, the organization's net assets grew 161%. He was also instrumental in the inception of Johnson Control's Hall of Fame Village a nearly 800 million mixed-use development surrounding the Hall of Fame. On November 28, 2017, Baker received the March of Dimes Sports Leadership Award. Hold, hold on. Dramatic pause. Hmm. Baker left his early political career after being convicted of forgery in California and became the fourth commissioner of the Arena Football League. Wait, what? Yeah. He started in the league as the new order of the Anaheim Piranhas. It's just this random half sentence thrown into his Wikipedia. (laughs) He left his early political career after being convicted of forgery in California. What the hell? What is that? So it says on NFL.com, he was once a city councilman, later mayor of Irvine, California. A decision in 1988 cast him out of politics entirely. While attempting to win the Republican nomination for a congressional seat, Baker forged a $48,000 check. He stopped payment on the check soon after pleaded go through the charge of forging a check and was sentenced to community service. Hmm. Well, my he turned it around. Baker.
1: My favorite Baker in the NFL by far.
0: Everyone has a forgery mistake. Yeah, of course. It's fine. So now <laughs> he's the giant guy. So this new thing now where they surprise the, uh, the, whoever the hall of fame person is on the show. Mm-hmm. I I feel like this is going to have a lot of legs. We just got to keep doing this now.
1: I like it. It's, yeah,
0: it's like when the uh, when the the little kid comes out to throw the pitch at the AAA baseball game, and then his dad runs out of the stands. It turns out his dad came back from Kuwait or wherever. Right, right. And the right. emotional hug. Those always get me. I love those.
1: No, it's good. Everybody loved it. It was a nice surprise. Um, yeah, no one's going to turn it down. That's for sure. It's better than forgery, I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> just sign here, and uh you're officially inducted, or don't sign. I'll <laughs> sign for you, whatever. Uh, we're gonna
0: go to the n f c so let's do today's game first. The other game was kind of boring mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, the Seahawks are dead the game- it looks like it might be a forty two to three thrashing, and then Russell Wilson does his michael Myers thing uh. and there's he's just so so much fun. When they just kind of throw the playbook out and let him just do his thing. And all of a sudden it seemed really, really realistic that they're gonna win. They get the stop, three straight touchdowns. They don't get the two point for the cover, which hurt. Felt like right. that was the Jari
1: Alexander got the blitz sack on the two point. That one mm-hmm. that that stung. But um but, but then that's kind of what they needed to do, the Packers in the second half. Their defensive schemes were awful. Yeah, so they were pretty doing bad. Everything they wanted, yeah. Pressure this guy, send it, send it from the other side anything going on you have guys dropping passes why not why not do that so they get the stop crucial first down drop by a random
0: receiver guy who i did i think that was the only time the ball was even thrown to him all game Yep. end up having
1: to punt on fourth and 15 would you have punted there yeah i think you have to i think you do because the packers weren't doing a lot and rogers converted two third and longs like he had to yeah he he had a He had to step up to do it. And there was nothing saying that they would. They were kind of like running their offense just to punt anyway, the Packers. So if it's fourth and four, fourth and five, different story, but fourth and 11, right? Was it fourth and nine or fourth and 11? Either way, I think, yeah. I think it was like fourth and 12. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that Packers team,
0: both teams were very true to what their season characteristics were. The Packers could never play an entire good game. Mm -hmm. It was always like two and a half good quarters, two good quarters. And then they would, you know, they'd take a big lead and then let their foot off the gas pedal. And the Seahawks were always behind every game. They would always come roaring back and you would always count them out. And then all of a sudden, no, it's an 11 point game. Now it's a four point game.
1: And I uh, thought everybody was was looking at the Seahawks like, okay, I I like all three favorites. I'm talking about our betting friends and everything like I like all three favorites to win. I have to pick an underdog, though, because that seems lame. I'll take Seattle. I was like Everyone's on Seattle, but you know, 3 weeks ago they lose at home to Arizona. 2 weeks ago, they play the Sunday night game. They really get beat up for 3 quarters by the Niners and then end up Russell does his Russell and they're, you know, they're right in it. Halster's uh tackled at the goal line. Last week they beat up, they knock out um Carson Wentz and then beat McCown who we later find out is playing with a torn ACL for the it's like flopping Hamstring, off his leg yeah. the whole game. They won by 8 points their plus minus for the year was plus seven as like it's got to catch up to them. And it seemed like the Packers Packers played the perfect first half. They really did like to go up 21, three to the point where they're even forcing Seattle to take their timeouts when they're about to score inside the five, they made them uh, use all three timeouts and they attempted a long field goal and then just went in the locker room 21, three. I was like, wow, they have this figured out. And doesn't Aaron Rodgers look like he's bored playing the game. So methodical that first half, at least
0: they remind me when, when they're cooking with gas and Aaron Jones is going and they have the mm-hmm. whole thing. It reminds me of those 97, 98 Broncos teams a little bit Yeah, where you have this guy who was one of the 10 or 11 best QBs ever who now they don't totally need, but when they do need him, he's who he is. Right. And that was what I love those Broncos teams. I thought, and they probably were the best team in 96 too. And Brunel went in there and just haymakered Don't oh, No, Right. But, um, that that three-year stretch they had where Terrell Davis, they had good receivers, Rod Smith and McCaffrey, Shannon Sharp, and then Elway, and whenever they needed him, he could get that 39, and that was what Rodgers did today. He, yeah. I will say, though, Jimmy Graham's catch that clinched the game was a really nice catch. We saw people drop that
1: exact pass all weekend. right? Not only that catch, but after the half, Seattle comes down and scores. It's 21-10 now. And then the Packers get it in their third and five, and he catches like a 15-yard pass. So those were two giant, obviously, the second one we remember because that got to go. And the fact that he didn't go down, he kept chugging those legs and uh, and brought it past the uh, yellow stripe was phenomenal. I mean, those third-down conversions, that's the story for the Packers. Well, you know what I just read? Did you know the Niners could have taken him in the draft? Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. People were talking about it. Apparently, he thought he was going there. You know He's that, good. Kyle? We had we had him for dead. I mean, maybe he stepped up against his old team. Maybe that was maybe that was oh, the big yeah. deal. It's you can already feel the storylines
0: that are going to get beaten in the ground over the sure. next six days. Rogers, San Francisco, the Mahomes has taken it back from Lamar, which we mm-hmm. admittedly talked about on this pod. Is Derrick Henry putting together the best running back run in the history of football? Yep. But that those are all I think really fun subplots, except for the rodgers Niners
1: thing. Yeah, it's all They're kind of done with that one for a while. You're done with that? Nah,
0: it's just like
1: you'd rather it be Jimmy G, Patriots. When they
0: passed on Rodgers, it was not a slam dunk by any means. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't even as bad as like Lamar dropping to 32nd. I thought that was like more egregious, but you know, nobody like lost their minds when Rodgers, it was more a case of everybody had a quarterback and they were set and he just kind of fell.
1: You understand? He grew up in Northern California. They have to take <laughs> him. They're not allowed to pass on him. Really, some precedent. Yeah.
0: And Alex Smith just had like just good enough of a career that it's not like a right. Greg Der, Greg Oden Kevin Durant thing. Exactly. So, oh, so then the other game, the first game of the weekend, the Minnesota San Francisco game. San Francisco just played really, really well. That that was the best start to finish performance
1: by anybody all weekend. Yeah, so you look for the games where, all right, so one of these bye teams or se- several of them are going to come out slow and sloppy, and the other team's going to have momentum. It was just the opposite. The Vikings looked tired, and the 49ers are so physical. Yeah. Uh, they beat them up. Now, they were in it for a second. It was 7 nothing, and then Diggs, the touchdown. You thought they were going to pick on that guy, Witherspoon, the whole time. It was underthrown, and he still uh, hit Diggs, and it was tied. But after that, nothing. Seven rushes, 14 yards in the first half of the Vikings, they were destroyed. Seven or eight, three and outs. People had
0: been talking all week about how the Vikes were a good matchup for the Niners because they can they have a pass rush without actually having to blitz. And then you could feel it in the game. But mm-hmm. they could get whatever pressure they wanted without, you know, just sending four guys, sometimes five. And, right. and uh they made cousins uncomfortable, the whole thing. That was brutal that they made the Vikings play that game like five and a half days after the last game. Well, how do you do it though? Then? No, I know. It's just like hey, somebody gets screwed on that every year and this year it was them, but that that was a tough one.
1: Yeah, like the Saturday game, The this week's schedule was set exactly when the playoffs came out. We, we knew the seeding, so you, you didn't expect the Vikings to win. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's they weren't supposed to play them is the problem. But you're also not supposed to say you like that after every win. I I think we should talk about you like that for a second because (laughs) the downside to you like that is you have to win the Super Bowl if you're going to throw something out like that because then some fat lineman for the 49ers is going to say it in the locker room after the game to rally the troops and you're going to look like a fool. You know what I mean? (laughs) So make sure you win the Super Bowl, Kirk Cousins, if you're going to throw you like that around. Do you feel good about Jimmy G heading into the next round? Yeah, I kind of do. I just think that offense is so good. You could hide it. Now, he threw the interception. It was a bad pick. Um, and I don't love when he runs play action, doesn't go through the progressions, and he throws to a guy that's triple covered. Most of the time, it's Kittle. But there's so much trickery in their offense. You know, they're running... They're running draw plays, and then you still have the wide receiver in motion on a jet sweep. You have linebackers having to worry about so much. I think Jimmy G got the the nervous game out from under him, and I think he's going to be okay. I uh, I had faint hopes for 8-0
0: heading into the weekend, and I really mm-hmm. didn't like the slate that much this week, and I didn't, I was dubious that I could do the 4-0, but I had the Vikings plus 7, and I'm watching the pregame, and they do the whole feature with the Shanahan's parents and then they showed him in the suite, like the whole Shanahan fan was there. I was like, oh my God, they're not losing this game. I don't know. It just had that vibe. Yeah. Just had a feeling that Thielen, they're showing his ankle. He's got like the Kurt Schilling stitches situation, right. in his ankle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, it just had, it just had the makings. But then when they hit digs on that touchdown, it was seven, seven. Um, there were signs of life, but then, but even by halftime, they're down four and it just didn't feel right. It felt mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, it felt like they were headed for a rough second half. Especially... They're the
1: most complete team, the 49ers. Yeah. Like Quan Alexander back, that just adds to it. I just think they're going to be, and it's funny, it's going to be such a different matchup for the Packers, whereas you're not going to worry about Jimmy G down uh, 10 in the fourth quarter making a Russell Wilson-type comeback on you. At least that's not going to be the priority, but they might grind you out enough that you're not even in the game. If Aaron Rodgers is not even in the game in the fourth quarter. Well, let's do
0: Guess the Lens. In San Francisco, it's the late game. I have no idea what the weather situation is going to be. I put this in the Vegas zone. I had San Francisco by five over Green Bay.
1: All right. I said four. We tied on the first game. The actual line, San Francisco by seven. So you win the week. Wow. Which makes it seven weeks to seven weeks and six are tied. So we go to the Super Bowl, seven, seven, six. That's pretty exciting. Holy macro. I mean, not really exciting, but it's it's as close as you can
0: get I, I said before the year I was going to cut my penis off if I was able to beat you. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I, I thank God I didn't say that because <laughs> I would I'd be really nervous. I'd have to. You throw think the last seven's week. too high though, right? Even even saying five. You know, I really wanted to. I I thought if you remove the Rogers and the Green Bay being a kind of a public team, all that stuff, I thought San Francisco should be favored by seven. Mm-hmm. But I thought the Rogers thing would be worth an extra two. Right, but it wasn't.
1: Well, I mean, I guess you go by who impressed you more because the Niners were a seven-point favorite over the Vikings. So for it to remain that way, you're basically saying the same team is coming to play you. You know, before they, before the actual game had played. I really like this Niners
0: team. the The worst thing they have going for them is that I have a huge Super Bowl bet on them at plus three seventy five. That's the, right. that's the biggest detriment <laughs> to all of their hopes right now. Maybe is they, they can buy that from you. you? Maybe they yeah. could
1: take some of that off your and hands. And I
0: somehow took Minnesota plus seven. I really have to stop making my picks on Thursdays.
1: No, just pick one team. Go forward. Just, just that's it. Just ride it. Well, let's root. That's what I'm saying. I mean, let's root for the Niners. So, oh, you you can't really root for them though. That's the other thing because of the Jimmy G thing. Wow, you're what are you talking here. about, Jimmy G? If 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 he wins,
0: that's like a Patriot won the Super Bowl. Oh, uh,
1: I don't. We know get about to that. Kyle and I get to brag about it. Yeah, we no, believe in Jimmy G the whole the time, narrative. True. Kyle. That's true. Kyle, tell him he's right. He's right. Are you no crazy? I, I think you're the only two who f- Patriots fans who feel that way.
0: That's nuts. Do a poll. Do a Twitter poll. We'll see. Yeah, he's he's one of us. He's Do one of our guys.
1: guys. Both. He's one. Of, he would have been one of you if you didn't you let him go. Let him go to the Niners. He definitely would have been one of you. Who will
0: ever forget when Malcolm Butler the incredible interception that wins us the Super Bowl? And they cut to Brady jumping up and down and Garoppolo jumps over for the hug and Brady completely spurns him to go
1: hug Josh McDaniels.
0: Right. That was when we knew. That was when we knew Brady was going to get rid of him. He wouldn't That's even hug we him he when was he was the of us. He, He's
1: not even hug worthy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was always the other woman in the marriage. Wow. He was the, he was the nanny who was a little too hot
1: to keep in the house. Brady's like, ah, uh, we got to get rid of this nanny. I don't know. I, I, this is like uh, this is like um, what do I want to say here? Th- this is like be careful. Uh, I feel like lines are going to be crossed. No, it's like Charlie Sheen rooting for uh, what? What's his name? Demi Moore's husband, the one that replaced him on Two and a Half Men. <laughs> it's like oh no, he's one of us. He's Kutcher. doing the same show. It's like no, that's not true. It's not true at all. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. All right, so let's take a
0: break, and then I want to do what's the most fun Super Bowl. Hey, we have Clemson and OSU facing off for of the National Championship. FanDuel Sportsbook giving you the chance to get an even bigger win when you bet on this game. Sign up with promo code CHAMP. Bet at least $1 on the money line at regular odds. If you win, FanDuel Sportsbook will pay you out at 150 to 1 odds in site credit. Sign up using promo code CHAMP to qualify. There's a lot more than that to bet on at FanDuel Sportsbook. You got spreads, runners parlays, props, round robins, and more. FanDuel Sportsbook, special promotions running every single day, like close loss insurance, touchdown bonuses, and boosted odds. Plus, they have lightning-fast withdrawals. You can have your winnings in your pocket in as little as 24 hours. Sign up with promo code CHAMP, C-H-A-M-P. Bet $1 on the Clemson or LSU money line. You'll get paid out, 150 to one fifty uh, to $1.00. odds site credit. If your bet wins, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app Now, Or visit fanduel.com slash sportsbook to bet today. Must be 21 plus. Physically present in in New Jersey or Pennsylvania. First wager only. Bonus issued in non-retourable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Terms apply. Minimum $1 Moneyline wager. Max $150 bonus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Okay, we have four teams left. We have the Chiefs at plus 110. We have the 49ers at plus 170. We have the Packers at plus 650. And we have the Titans at plus 700. Should say you and I in house had a lot of dialogue on the Titans at 60 to 1 before the playoffs started. We did. Um, I mean, you had a lot of dialogue. And I said, I had you, a lot of dialogue. Well, you guys laughed yeah. at me. You yeah. talked me out of it. I don't know why I listen to house ever. I mean, listening to house, <laughs> it's the real life mush. But, um, but they were 60 to 1 and i have a lot of regrets would have been what fun are they to- now
1: they're a lot they're less than 60 to 1 they're now they're right? 7
0: to 1 now oh my god so most fun super bowl well first let's go what do
1: you think the league would want the most chiefs i think fox has the game and i know for sure they want they want chiefs 49ers
0: over chiefs packers
1: yeah not not by a ton but chiefs 49ers is uh is a better of uh, marketing wise, I think they could do better. We do well with that. So Chiefs that, that's obviously second, Chiefs Packers. So Chiefs Packers, our friends at State Farm would be the most excited about. They'd be excited, but you know what? The also with the Chiefs Packers, NFL one hundred, you can make the big deal out of that was the first Super Bowl, right? Oh yeah. You got all that. I don't know if they had considered that. I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: So that would be the State Farm Super Bowl. Right. Chiefs 49ers. That's like I there's some Montana stuff. Montana would have to go to the Super Bowl now and be bit, interviewed. Yeah. Who are you rooting for? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm rooting for the Niners. That's my team. I want a Super Bowl there. You got
1: D Ford in that game, right?
0: Yep. D, D Ford, Ford
1: for the 49ers. Cost, is, cost the Chiefs. No, Any D bit? Ford
0: has a Super Bowl ring. It
1: just has the Patriots on it. Oh, uh, you see? What? <laughs> We're back. I feel great about next year. We're back. I have to say, I went through this. I I, I know you're getting Brady back. I know you're going to break the mold and finally spend money on a free agent. Like Austin Hooper's available and uh, Hunter Henry. And you got, you know, Amari Cooper's a long shot. But you got receivers out there, too. So I think you're if you actually do the right thing, you're going to be fine. We have the 23rd pick. Yeah. Yeah, if the league doesn't take that away from you for cheating miserably again. Yeah, you have the 23rd pick.
0: Well, you know, gate is the hidden secret sauce to why we didn't make round two this year.
1: Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: if there's no gate, first of all, we get the first round pick at the end of 2015, who would have mm-hmm. been in his fourth year and who would have been awesome for us. So we lose that guy. Then Brady gets suspended four games. Who starts three of them and looks awesome? Jimmy G. Now we mm. can't keep him. Now Jimmy G's looking at 20 million a year because he looked awesome in these three games because Goodell's a jackass.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And because you guys cheated. Yeah. So
0: this is basically the gate would create the Super Bowl here, Chiefs Niners. I like it. All right. That's the deflate gate ball. It's beautiful. It really is. <laughs> well, then, so then the other fun thing would be the Andy Reid part of it. If Andy Reid actually made the Super Bowl. He's never made it with the Chiefs, oh, sure. amazingly. He's never won the Super Bowl. He only made it once. He had the classic Donovan McNabb 10-minute drive. Right against the pats i was never nervous in that during that game just in case you were and you remember you how fast were.
1: terrell owens looked in that game like it just came with off with a broken a, leg leg injury yeah right so what's your worst case scenario of super bowl
0: for, well, like, I don't, for the nfl know, I mean,
1: titans niners is the least interesting quarterback wise right i mean that's what you, you could make the derrick henry case till you're blue in the face but those quarterbacks are—I don't know—you don't even want to see a playoff game with those two. Titans Niners would just be weird.
0: That would be like yeah. that year when the Titans and the Rams were the Super Bowl. We right. barely knew the Rams at that point. They just mm-hmm. had the uninspiring. What was that Bucks game? It was like eleven to. But they had
1: McNair and Eddie George right on that team. Yeah, but Am I that, crazy or was that late. The Titans did, but the yeah,
0: it was just it was just two new teams that we yeah, didn't right. have a history with either of them really. Mm-hmm. That was a weird year.
1: Fell right on the spread. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So they don't have the Super
1: Bowl matchup odds. Well, you could just do a, a parlay team's You could parlay the uh, championship yeah. thing. I mean, the, the so the Chiefs-Niners is a little less than even odds, right? Since they're both seven-point favorites. Niners plus 170 it still looks like a great bet to me.
0: I already have them at plus 375, but I think they have the best team.
1: That looks fun. I, in a way, they're the only team. Like I I I know the stats say that the Chiefs are great against the run now since weeks uh, eight. I'm not confident that they're gonna stop Derrick Henry. The Niners, I think, could stifle them. Um, stifle him mean like 125 yards. Well, then there the other funny part would be
0: if the uh Titans made the Super Bowl in the games of Miami and it's Tannehill
1: coming back to Miami. Oh, yeah, right. It'd be hilarious. That's good, too. It's like,
0: yeah, we gave up on this
1: guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else we got to cover? I think that's it. I mean, you're looking at it. You know, that's that Titans should either be the Ravens or the Patriots. I mean, there was a time, like, in the first five weeks, I remember saying to you, like, I'd love to see odds on Chiefs-Patriots AFC championship because there's no way it's going to be anything else. And uh turns out I was wrong about that, too. Before we
0: uh, do Parent Corner, can you just talk, I don't want to do give locking in too big of a plug, but just a terrible turn of events for that show with this Tennessee
1: Titans. I don't want to give it any kind of plug. I mean, this is awful. I really don't want to go to. I won the the crown, and I still don't want to go to work because this uh, it's the worst case scenario. Because you have Clay Travis, who I work with. He's from Tennessee. He's a loudmouth, and all he did for weeks and weeks and weeks is talk about how Lamar Jackson's bad, and he's not going to last a year, and he's you know this is not a guy they should be drafting. You know. We all could read between the lines. And then his team beats (laughs) Lamar Jackson. Right. What the hell is going on? And he was calling it all week on your show. All week he called it. Yeah. Yeah. Derrick Henry's wearing the white. Did you see that white outfit he was wearing? He's sent from the heavens. All this stuff. And it's going to go for another week. And it better not go for another two weeks after that. I do feel like I didn't know quite enough about Derrick Henry's incredible high school past. Mm-hmm.
0: He might've been the greatest high school football player of all time. <laughs> Did you see his, there's stats of his where he rushed for like 4,000 yards or something in
1: senior year. It was some crazy number, but he was yeah. also the quarterback. That's or, what it was. It was like 4,000. Um, we gave, we gave Clay shit for bringing up high school stats. And they're like, Oh, like that matters. And well, it seems to matter. Well, when they showed those old clips, it looked like the fast times at Ridgemont high when it was
0: Forrest Whitaker, just demolishing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was bonkers. <laughs> That play they ran, I thought, was one of the great goal line plays in recent memory. I when loved you threw it. The touchdown. I loved yeah. it so much. The jump pass, I feel like, is almost as successful as the Brady QB sneak.
1: It's like yeah. the second most successful play of all time. I can't ever remember it not working. I mean, it is the equivalent of a bootleg, and if you jump high enough and you don't th- throw a, a, a duck three yards, it, it's good, right? All right, let's uh, let's do parent
0: corner. Hold on, we'll uh, let's talk about our friends from Carmax. As always, Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax, simply the best way to buy a great used car. The folks at CarMax make your shopping, test driving, and car buying experience easy the way it should be. So easy. Nephew Kyle did it, that's how he ended up with Maxine. He started his search at CarMax.com, filtered through over 50,000 CarMax vehicles nationwide, settled on a certified Ford Mustang within his budget. CarMax walked Kyle through all the tricky stuff, pros and cons, financing options, credit applications, down payments, everything else. There's no haggling, no pressure to buy ever CarMax. They know the little things become a big deal when you're looking for a car, whether it's cup holders, vans, tires, whatever you always get a seven day money back guarantee to make sure all those little things are right for you. And full disclosure, Kyle kept the Mustang and named it Maxine. You can also get max care for extra coverage, which is a great option for the neff. Stop by your local CarMax for details. Discover how easy buying a car at CarMax can really be. Um, Sal, before you take the floor, I should mention the, your son won a medal at a wrestling event this weekend. And there's also footage on your wife's Instagram of, of him actually finishing off an opponent. It was the most excited I've been on Instagram in quite some time.
1: <laughs> well, all right, that's the B story to my parent corner. So okay. let, me, let me tell you the A story. So a couple of weeks ago, last week, um, my son notifies me that, my oldest. I don't usually talk about him because he listens to Parent Corner. He's got a lot of downtime. He's on buses and stuff yeah, going yeah. to these wrestling meets, and he listens. So I'm careful. Also, the other two are such little uh, the, the, the turds that I don't even have to talk about. They're so uh, devious. So I don't usually make a big deal out of the older one. But last week he tells me, and I watch football with him every week. My fi- my 14 year old. It's in ninth grade. And he says, uh, hey, I'm not coming to football this Sunday. So what are you what are you talking about? He's like, oh, I'm going with my friends to see uh Frozen Two. I said, No, you're not. We just watched 17 weeks of football. Are you Are gonna miss the playoffs or frozen two? Mm. He's like, Yeah, I have plans. That's it. I was like, What are you talking? That's just crazy. And then he's like, starts getting mad at me. I was like, All right, fine. Go to Frozen 2. That's fine. Go with your friends. And that's like it, it didn't make any sense to me. Mm. And then the next day, uh, so okay, so that's Sunday. So then like, thursday i overhear him telling my wife that um he wants to bring a girl to the house on friday oh. and that he didn't go to frozen two with his friends he went with his this girl and i was like both relieved and confused because and, we had not heard about any kind of girl or anything and now it's like oh my god i'm way too immature to handle this i have a million jokes going through my head what am i gonna say you know make sure you don't tell her you love her i I, I had a a whole bunch of terrible terrible advice and my wife is like you better get your shit together you got i I know you can't handle this i was like well what are we gonna do we we have to leave the house it's like no we shouldn't leave the house (laughs) this girl's an only child the whole thing We, we got we have to be in the house but not in the same room as them so um we we do that i meet her she's very nice um they're sitting there watching um I don't know what they're watching, like up on the couch or something. And uh, my youngest one, Harrison, goes down to get water and snuggles up next to them. And now we're getting texts from him like, hey, call Harrison, get him out of here. Come up. <laughs> Harrison comes up. I ask him to uh, simulate how they were sitting. It seemed pretty cozy. My wife is getting mad at me. The next day, today, he says, hey, uh, I have a basketball game, but I'm not going to football with you afterwards. Same thing he's with this girl. Very sad to me. Very sad to me, Bill Simmons. I lost him. I lost my football buddy to a girl. What are you going to do? Isn't it, it's the abruptness that hurts the most.
0: Yes. Yes. I went for it. was the same thing
1: with, with
0: Zoe who every week now, every weekend, the boyfriend's over at least one of the days, but yeah, it's just, we, you, we basically get dumped. Right. It's like they broke
1: up with us to date somebody else, even though we weren't dating. And my wife feels worse because with her, it's like, well, no one's good enough for my son. You got that thing going. Right. I'm just like, oh, I lost. I need, you know, I need my, I think I have to adopt a 15 year. I need a new football buddy. Someone's going to check my fantasy lineup. Someone's going to check my daily fantasy stuff. Someone I could talk to, uh, you know, 24 hours a day about football. And so if anyone's available, uh, any new football buddy. We had, we, two Saturday, the Saturday night before this one,
0: we were all playing Monopoly. And it was like the first time we'd hung out as a foursome. My daughter had just spent like two of the last three days with the boyfriend mm-hmm. and was playing Monopoly, didn't really want to hang out with us, was like on her phone half the time. And I just flew off the handle. I It was, it was like out of a movie. I was so <laughs> mad at her. I was like, you know what? This is bullshit. You never want to hang out with us. You just, <laughs> so you're weird. all about your phone and your boyfriend and it's, and you're just terrible now. <laughs> I can't believe how terrible, and I'm just going off on her. And she's upset, but then she's like, you're right, you're right, I know you're right. And then she was super nice for like four days. Wow. Yeah. Then like Sunday, she's like, hey, can I watch football with you? And I, and it was just out of pure guilt because she's neglected us for five months.
1: But they it changes them. To, oh, so the the wrestling thing. So, okay, so he had five matches before we met this girl. Oh, for five, got flattened like four times. This week, he wins his dual meet against Santa Monica Wednesday. Then comes in fifth, he wins three matches in the tournament uh, in Santa Ana. Wow. It works, Simmons. It works. This testosterone thing. It's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Now, do I have the bros versus uh, before hoes conversation with him <laughs> or no?
0: <laughs> well, you know, you were talking about how you nobody's good enough for your right. wife with the son. Yeah. Now that we have a window on what it's like when somebody's dating this child that you basically... You know, you're wiping their ass for two years, and you're just right. weaning them, and every and then they they all of a sudden are tall, and then and then you get dumped. But can you imagine how terrible it would be if they settled on somebody that everybody hated?
1: Yeah, you well, can you tur- can see
0: why it destroys families when when somebody
1: has the wrong pick. For sure. Yeah, it's like a a wrong draft pick times uh, a thousand <laughs> times a million. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh, for my parent corner. We talked about my son and and his Amazon stuff last week, right? Well, it turned out he had some money left on the on the uh, <laughs> gift certificate. <laughs> so, my wife gets all upset because, um, there's a it seems like a Michael Jackson poster was one of the. He ordered three things. Mm-hmm. The first one was a Michael Jackson poster, and my wife was like, "I don't understand." We watched that documentary with him he should know and it turns out it was it was michael michael uh jackson vinyl
1: mm-hmm. so
0: there was that the second thing seems like star spangled banner sweatpants but then this is the best one he ordered um a gold cross that is a baseball bats it's a gold yeah. cross with baseball bats which apparently he's now going to be wearing all the time <laughs> because he's he's a rapper um, but also plays baseball so he needed a gold baseball cross <laughs> so those were his last three Amazon purchases <laughs> that's pretty inventive though I would say that's it's pretty, pretty good. good so then the other thing we found out is he's been playing Madden KO with this friend he made uh, online and um, no idea if this person's 45 years old or 12 uh but he claims he's 12 and he claims he's FaceTime the person. Oh no. And it's a kid who's his age, who's in Northern California and and they play Madden KO together. And this is the extent of their relationship. I was like, so you think you guys would like ever actually meet? He's like, no, why would we ever meet? Mm. We just play Madden. I don't understand this next generation. I have a lot of
1: fear (laughs) and, and concern. Well, this is what kids do. It's like, no, why would we ever meet? Why would I? They, they don't even want to see p- kids they know. They, they, you know, they just True. FaceTime in the house or or email or text in the house, right? Strange times. It is bizarre. How about Archie and Zoe? Both with
0: both. dump both of us. That's the, I this, know. This should be the season finale cliffhanger.
1: Paracorder. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is it. Will Bill they, and Sal get their kids back? They're two months apart, right? The
0: two of them yeah. grew up
1: together, basically.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I was going through my wife's birthday is coming up and I was trying to find some photos and yeah, you sent some good ones and I found we, there's just a slew of photos of all of our kids in the bathtub Yep. from, <laughs> I'm going to say Zoe and Archer, probably two. Right. And then the, and then Jack and Ben are like babies. And for some reason we decided to have them all in the bathtub. That was good. Just taking a, taking a long bath. Uh, I don't think that might be the last anymore. time
1: my kids washed. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, what do you have to plug for this week? Oh, what do we have? Uh, lock it in Monday through Friday, four 30 to five 30 Eastern. I am the King, but, uh, it's mostly going to be clay. Travis bragging, uh, against all odds Wednesday, the general trifecta. And I break down the two, uh, championship games. Plus I think I'm having Dana white on, don't be jealous, but I think I'm having him on. I think really? he's calling in talking about McGregor. I've never had so, him on. You haven't really. I've never had him on. Yeah. All right, you know what? I'm going to put in a good word for you. No, no. Screw him. He,
0: you, can, you can have him. <laughs> Take him. Obviously, I can't cares believe you about haven't you had had him up. Why not? Is McGregor this weekend?
1: Yeah, it's this weekend. And he hasn't fought for over a year, right? It's been a while, but he's still a favorite. Still a heavy minus 300, minus 350 favorite. Mm. You know,
0: I need to come on against the odds at some point because there's some NBA gambling stuff to discuss. Oh, really? It's pretty wide open right now. I actually think there's... There's some opportunity for some some future bets. All right. People people are pretty confused by just everything that's happening in basketball right now. And the Clippers are starting to look like they might actually have to make a trade or something.
1: Oh, really? That's, that's hmm. one wild card. You don't think it's enough that they beat the Lakers twice, that they don't really care that they're a few games back? No, all
0: the Clipper fans I know are freaking out. They don't think they're big enough for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So we got that. Yeah, the 2020, the uh, championship odds. They're still the favorite at plus 250. Right. Lakers also plus 250. Bucks plus 325. Rockets 12 to 1. Denver 15 to 1. Celts 18 to 1. Philly 18 to 1. Philly's soft. Oh, I'm sick of them already. Enough. Dallas 30 to 1. Here's the one that actually two. Utah is 35 to 1 and Miami's 40 to 1. Mm-hmm. There's a, a pretty good case that Utah should not have 35 to one odds and they should actually be like 12 to
1: one weren't i think they started at 30 35 to one right no then they then they got bet down because the mike conley trade but then they won like tons and they 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 won like nine out of the last ten or yeah so
0: they started out pretty rocky conley was terrible conley gets hurt they find their stride when he's out of the lineup and Mm. they kind of Figure out what their identity is, and they made a good trade. They traded for Jordan Clarkson, a little scoring off the bench. But I think I think it's way more wide open than people think. And if you could have a team that could potentially make the finals at thirty five to one, they're a tough matchup for the for the
1: Clippers at least because of Gobert yeah.
0: for sure. So anyway.
1: Well, the Heat your Heat lost to the Knicks tonight. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, that was rough. They they have a trade to make. Well, I'd love to talk to you about that. You know, I'll I'll check with Dana, see if there's time uh, on our show. But yeah, maybe you can come up. <laughs> All right. Cuz uh, good job by you. Good job by you. All right.
0: Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Thanks to Simply Safe, comprehensive enterprise level security for your own home. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. It costs just 50 cents a day. Go to simplysafe.com/slash BS today. And get a free Simply Safe security camera, normally a hundred hours. Go today and it's free. It will help you capture crucial evidence for the police and get three hundred and fifty percent faster. Dispatch, simplysafe.com slash BS. Don't forget about the Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast, Reggie Miller going up late Monday night. And don't forget about all the great stuff on the ringer.com Ringer Podcast Network. Talk to you later in the week.